I believe everyone has a story to share. I'm on a journey to discover the magic inside each person's story. Each week, I will introduce you to guests where I will dig deep and uncover the beautiful miracles from life and experiences to inspire and encourage you to live life to the fullest. My goal is to give each guest a platform to share their lives with the world in hopes that someone will be inspired to take action and live life with passion and purpose. Welcome to the Uncover Your Magic podcast with me, Ashley Goner. Are you ready? Here we go. Welcome back to Uncover Your Magic. My guest today is someone I met through our mutual friend, Luke Wren's coaching program. I was amazed at his story and the life he has had that has led him up until now. There was no doubt in my mind that I wanted my listeners to hear how he went from a tough childhood and not believing in himself to becoming a high-performance coach. His journey will make you realize how even if you come from nothing and can't even speak the language, you can overcome anything and become whatever you desire and dream your life to be. My mission on this podcast is to introduce you to people who have discovered their magic by finding their purpose and passion in life. I believe Mr. Tunch Diptas will show us all how to find our purpose in life like he did and overcome any fear or false limiting beliefs you are holding onto that are not serving you and holding you back from having anything you want in life. Because we can all be, do, or have anything in this life. I believe his beautiful story will be a story you will remember and hopefully live by remembering what limiting beliefs he had about himself and how he has now pivoted his mindset and changed his entire life and has now been changing the lives of thousands with his will and desire to make a difference in this world. You are going to enjoy today's talk so much. And without further ado, please welcome Tooch Diptas. Thank you. It was awesome. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. You're amazing, which is why I wanted you to come on here. Yep, and it's an honor to be here. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. But, you know, your story that I read on your website and after, you know, seeing you on a few of Luke's coaching calls and putting it all together, it was intriguing to me on, first of all, your name and where you came from and, you know, your accent. And then to read your story and your childhood and not knowing how to speak English and how you've grown to get to where you are today with all of those, what people would use as limiting beliefs, but you overcame all those. But I want to take the listeners back to that kind of how you grew up and your childhood and show them this little journey that you got, not little, but this amazing journey that you have created and made this life for yourself today. Can we start there? Yes, yes, absolutely. And thanks for having me again. My story is where my purpose comes from. And that's why, first of all, that's what I want to tell everyone, whoever listening to us. Our purpose comes from our origin story. Our purpose comes from our experiences or people impacted us the most. And that's why I think we need, it's a perfect time to tell each other our stories and find out what's important and what will drive us further, what will make us move forward in life. That's why I care about the stories and 
that's where my purpose comes from. So my journey started when I was becoming a coach and then also coming to the United States. When I was a kid, I had a tough environment. I was emotionally and financially poor. My family went bankrupt when I was in Turkey. Uh, I was probably seven, eight years old, and I had to face challenges right away there. My dad couldn't handle the stress and became abusive alcoholic. My mom was strictly perfectionist and raising me with harsh criticism, and I was struggling with all of those. On top of that, I was diagnosed with attention deficit disorder. Actually, I didn't get diagnosed because in Turkey, nobody knew what that was at that time. And I was just struggling with constant boredom and couldn't focus on things when I was in the school. So I was struggling with that and failing, kind of failing, but I kept going in school. And so those are the challenges I had. And for a long time, actually, I couldn't talk about this, any of this. When I put my story on my website, my childhood friends reached out to me and said, we didn't know any of this. And I said, I said, guess why? And they were like, they were shocked. I said, because I was shy. I was shameful. I couldn't talk to anybody of that. And now I do because I know it inspires people. I know it empowers people. And that's why I was actually grateful for all of those challenges at that time because I start asking questions, deeper questions, and questioning what's going on here. It's like, why are these all of these challenges happening around me? And I was like 15, 16, I was questioning everything. And I start asking the question of why? What is the purpose? Why am I doing here? And uh, how can I overcome these challenges? And when you ask, I think that's what I learned. That's when I learned at that time. When you ask meaningful questions, life is full of miracles. I agree. And I met my first mentor at that time that she was one of my friend's mother. And I mean, 14, 15-year-old boy wouldn't talk to a friend's mother very much, very often, but she started helping me come up with my own answers. You can, I used to call that at times I was lucky, but now I see that it's not a luck. It's not a coincidence. It's just when you ask really good questions, you shall receive. And that's what happened at that time. And I I started talking to her and for some reason, she was selflessly answering or helping me answer my own questions, never actually gave me an answer, always helped me to understand what's going on better with her own questions. And then also the other thing she helped me with to dream big. I remember asking her a question once. I said, so why is this things happening, challenging things happening, and how can I grow more? How can I learn more? And she told me, dream big. I didn't understand at that time what's that. How can I grow more? Why do I have to dream big? And But now I do, and I start dreaming big, and I start thinking bigger. And, and you're uh, how old at this point? 15, 16-year-olds. So that's when I decided to, that must be why, actually, I decided to move to the United States. And I was, at that time, 23 years old. 
and during all of these process, I was getting to know myself, figuring out my purpose, figuring out my why, and I wanted to become more. And then I decided to move to the United States. And guess what? All of my friends, all of my all of people around me, and this is a limiting belief. And if you grew up in a country like Turkey, there's more limited, there's there are limited resources and there's more limited mindset than here mm -hmm. because not enough money, not enough resources. And people start telling me, what are you going to do there? You don't speak the language. You don't have money. You don't have any contact. And I remember my mom telling me, it's like, it's just, why don't you focus on getting a job here and then start making money and just get married. And I, I asked my heart, <laughs> I said, is that what I want? Is that what my purpose is? And I didn't feel what my mom or people around me telling me. I said, I'm going to make it. I'm going to move forward. And I moved to the United States at that time and didn't speak the language. And I had to work very odd jobs. Like I was painting houses, working in restaurants and cleaning toilets. So, and then also I was going to school at the same time. And, and learning I was English, right? Like yes, you had to just learn the English and learn the language. And I was so desperate to learn as soon as I can, because I need to make more money. I need to have the living. I was in a survival mode. So one day I clearly remember the moment. One day I went to a library in Arlington, Virginia, very close to Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a small public library. And I went there. I was like, I need to learn the language. So I need to pick up audiobook uh, so I can listen um, when I'm going one job to another. <laughs> and I was taking the bus and things like that and all the time. And I needed something to feed my mind. The first audiobook I picked up was Tony Robbins. And, of course, um, right? <laughs> I, coincidence or not? I believe not. So There's no coincidences. There is no coincidence. Then I figured it out and I started listening to his audiobooks. It's like that was the one thing that I was just feeding my mind from one job to another and school. And at the same time, it's like I picked up the CD to learn better English, but changed my life because... That gave me hope to move forward more. And I remember saying to myself, I'm going to go to one of his events someday. And that was just, I figured out the money that for one event that it's costing me. Again, I said, it's almost impossible, but I'm going to make it. Right. Because that money was, I was in a survival mood. <laughs> right. Yeah, that um, seems impossible to, you know, that seems so huge at the time. But when you know now, what the value and what you'll exactly. get back from then, spending um, that money. I start, I start just moving from there and I got married and moved to Aspen, Colorado. And I start working in a corporate finance world as a teller. And because I wanted to grow more and my degree in Turkey, it was economics and I wanted to apply that, but also I did in Turkey. I was a journalist for three years. I interviewed the top um, CEOs, top executive managers in Turkey in the finance world. So I knew a little bit, but I started as a teller. 
and I moved up and I used what I learned. I start listening to other top leaders and it's like uh, Zig Ziglar, Brian Tracy, later Tim Ferriss, Simon Sinek. And then I became a top performer in the corporate finance world and also becoming a certified financial planner later. So I moved up the corporate ladders really quickly because of the knowledge. And it's so, but one thing is so interesting is I felt like my first mentor gave me the foundation and Tony Robbins information, the tools and the strategies was to just to continue. It's like the next thing in my life. It's like they were talking about the same foundation, but Tony gave me more tools, the strategies and the daily habits to be successful, to have a meaningful life an authentic life that I wanted to create. What so, was your first Tony Robbins event that you went to? Uh, well, just like everyone, it's um, probably, it's uh, mostly everyone. Uh, UPW, I went to an event there and I started listening, but English is still my second language. It was probably seven, eight years ago, maybe more than that. And I couldn't understand everything he was telling me, but huh. I saw that, and I dreamed again, I want to be, close to him <laughs> yeah we all do. at the end of the event i saw that he was doing like the business mastery and a date with destiny put it on the screen as a package and i'm like i want to meet him and it's like if you buy the package and you get to meet with him and so that was my dream right and i said i'm going to meet with him and i couldn't decide but Life is, again, full of miracles. There was a college girl right next to me, and I asked her, I said, did you buy it? She said, yes. And she told me, she's like, did you buy it? I said, no, I don't know. It's because, you know, when you grow up in a country like Turkey, there's limited resources, right? It's in my mind that what if I can't afford? What if I get out of my, what if I don't have enough money? And so I couldn't make a decision there. But as soon as she told me, college girl bought the package and she said, I asked her, how are you going to find money? She's like, I'll make it happen. I'm like, if a college girl can make it happen, I have to make it happen. I love that. And just went there, bought it. And I got to meet with Tony. He told me, I don't know why I had a name tag. It said Istanbul, Turkey on my name tag, even though I was living in the States. Oh, funny. (laughs) and he told me, he's like, you're coming from far. <laughs> and he gave me a <laughs> hug. And so that was a beautiful moment for me. So that's the origin of my but story. What, what hits me right there is you knew the why you wanted to go, but you didn't know the how, and you did it anyway. Yes, yes. And that's just also I learned that that's how, that's the definition of courageous. That's right. the definition of brave. And I was fearful, but I did it anyway. I love it. And that's one of the gifts that I have ever given to myself all my life that I can say I'm so grateful for it. You know, when you're at UPW or any Tony Robbins event, especially your first one, you know, there's one of those at my moment where you're just like, you're down on the ground going, oh, I got it. You know, the light bulb hits or, you know, those moments in your life where, oh, that's it. Did you have that moment on your first UPW? 
No, not really. I liked it and I knew I was going to love it, uh, love his content and himself and everything. But that wasn't the moment that just, it wasn't like, oh, I want to go to the next one or something like that. But I wanted to buy the package, right? So I wanted to meet with him, I wanted to buy the package. And, but I started going more and more and then I crewed in his events. And it was more like every event was just giving me more information. And the biggest impact was one of the Date with Destiny events. And it's like I was reborn with loving myself and giving unconditional love to myself and people around me and also my creator that uh, just it came up and I wrote it and I've been giving unconditional love people around me and because I didn't grow up with that. So it was very hard, even the concept of unconditional love and expressing love all the time to people, even though they don't agree with you. It's like, how can I show more love? Especially right now, it's even more important that people disagree with you or people don't believe what you say or they make mistakes or they just hurt you, but you still want to be able to love them. So that was, it took time for me, but remember English is my second language and it takes time for me to grasp. It took some time to grasp all of that information And now, thank God, I have better English. But along the way, it took my time. Yeah. I mean, when you so after you go to these Tony Robbins, you're still at the bank. You're bank teller. Yeah. You learning your learning the financial planning at that time, or how does that develop? So financial planning came later. I was growing, and I didn't know where I was going in the finance world. Was it a passion for me at that time? No. It wasn't a passion. And one of the things that I learned that I can create in passion in everything I do. And that's why I keep telling everyone, my, my clients, people around me, I said, find your purpose, keep focusing on it. You'll find passion in it. And so the answer to your question, no, I didn't know what it was at that time. And the other thing is I got divorced. I, I had a great marriage, but it didn't go well. And then I got divorced. And for one year, I was so upset that happened. But after one year, I started, and it was, I think, 2008. So there was another crisis like this. Right. And um, it was very uncertain times. But I refocused what I want, my purpose at that time. And one of the reasons that I started going to Tony Robbins events, because I wanted to grow more and I wanted to learn so I, did I answer your question? Yeah. And so when you talk about purpose, because I feel like you do talk about that a lot when I've been learning about you, about finding mm-hmm. your purpose, when mm-hmm. you have somebody come to you and ask you for advice and is your first thing, we got to find your purpose to get that passion behind it? Or how do you even get below their little limiting beliefs to find that, their purpose? I mean, I would uh, think that would be tricky. Uh, it's a great question. It's, that is true. It is not easy to find it, but it can be. It's because our purpose, our why we do what we do comes from our stories, our background, our history, our the people who impacted us the most. So I listen to those stories. I listen to those experiences. And then also I gave them homeworks. So I asked people around you, like, how do they feel about 
when they are around you. One of the good questions that I tell people, I say, you know, ask people, when you're around me, dot, dot, dot. It's like, how do you feel? Not like, oh, you're a good person. It's not like that. It's, it's more like, when you're around me, how do you feel? And I ask this question to people around me. They say, I feel excited. I feel energized. I feel passionate. I feel inspired. And so that creates my purpose. This is why I love revealing impactful mindset shifts for people so we are each inspired to have a meaningful and authentic life. So that's my purpose to inspire people around me and but and they already feel it that way so that's what comes from their stories background history and also why you get up every morning it's just your why is your purpose that's my process with people i don't start right away with purpose because everyone is in different place and they want to talk about different things sometimes and they most of the time it always comes back to lack of meaning. And especially most of my clients are from corporate finance world and people work hard, make money, and they talk about numbers all the time, but they feel empty inside. They don't feel fulfilled. And it comes from purpose. If you know your purpose, if you're clear with your purpose, then whatever you do, I still work in a corporate world and But I know my why. I want to still inspire people around me. I want to be the leader that inspires people. And I want to just connect with people at a deeper level. My clients, my team members, and the people that work for me. It's just same why, same purpose. That's why I get up early and that's why I, I work. I become productive. What do you do? Tell me your morning rituals. How do you start your day? Uh, my morning rituals, I'm flexible. But one thing I do is as soon as I get up, I just think for five, six minutes being grateful for what I have. And it's better to write. And I write it every morning and I say, what do I have? What am I grateful for? And then right after that, I have a rebounding. <laughs> so I just <laughs> j- jump back and forth and say my purpose to myself and why I do what I do. And I do incantations, like um, my favorite ones and whatever I need at that time also. It's, it's like I'm love, I'm brave, I'm abundant because I still want to put into my subconscious mind or unconscious mind is that this world is full of abundance. This, I need to create my own abundance and I, I need to be love with people that I meet. And that's why I keep telling myself all of these things, because when you are not in conscious mind, when you're, it's automatic that your unconscious minds come into play and you don't even realize sometimes what you say, what you do. It's just, that's why you have to feed your mind every moment, every morning. And that's what I do. So being grateful and do my incantations, and right away I put a green shake. And one other thing that I I make my med every morning, that gives me the feeling of completion. Mm -hmm. And right after that, um, either I work out in the morning or in the afternoon, uh, but I have 
uh, very so many habits <laughs> that I right. do throughout the day. And I have a process about how to build habits too. We can talk about that if you want to. <laughs> you know, well, I think that's such a big part of being a leader and someone that they look up to. And when you have those habits and you create those at the first thing in the morning, it just establishes that routine, you know, so you're like clear and focused and you can like work toward your goals. So how do you turn these clients from finding their purpose to getting them to really start? A lot of people don't have those habits. I mean, I, I think it's a, the percentage of that is, is not a very big percentage. I think that people, when I tell them my habits, they're like, Oh, I don't like it. It just kind of is mind blowing that people don't have those habits, right? <laughs> that yeah, you, Cause you're, yeah. they're so ingrained in us. Yeah. So yeah. how do you turn that? How do you give people those to really stay on it and be right on top of those things? Mm-hmm. So when you're clear with your purpose, when you're clear with your why, and the other thing is, Connecting with my creator is so important for me. It's part of my purpose. And But at the same time, I want to inspire people. If I don't have those daily, healthy, positive habits, how can I inspire people? Because it's it's not like I'm, I'm a machine. It's I need to prepare myself for the day for what I want to do. And if I have the purpose ready and apply it every day, by the way, it's so important to live in the purpose and to keep reminding yourself because you might forget because the life gets busy. And when you clarify your purpose, it's easier to also embrace uncertainty. It's easier to pivot your life to where you want to go if the external factors change right now. There's so many changes. There's so many uncertainty out there. And but if because I know my purpose, because I know my why, it's easier to apply the daily habits. So I, after finding out the clear purpose, it's just a process, I, as I mentioned. And after that, and we instill daily habits for the day uh, together with my clients. And how I do it, there are three steps that I talk about usually. The first one is every habit you want to build, there's a formula for it. Your brain works with any habit because at some point you made a decision and it became a habit. It became automatic because your brain wants to save energy. And that's why scientifically proven, your brain wants to save energy. That's why it became a habit. So how can you change or create any habit? By applying the formula, the formula is any habit you have. Let's say I have a client. She came to me about a month ago. We've been working together over two years. And she came to me and she asked me, she's like, how can I quit smoking cigarettes? I said, okay, let's sit down and then figure out. And every habit, there's a triggering point and there's a reward. So smoking cigarette, whenever she smokes cigarette before that, she feels stress. Whenever she feels stress, she smokes cigarette. So the reward for the smoking cigarette is feeling relaxed. So I asked her, I told her, I said, why don't we change this habit? But the triggering event and the reward is stays the same. So whenever she feels stress, now she does meditation or breathing exercise, or we came up with a list, or she gives herself a hug. So she feels relaxed. She feels 
loved, she feels certain. So the triggering event is the same. The habit is different and the reward is the same. I created so many new habits, healthy, positive habits by applying to these formula. Mm -hmm. I put sports shoes right next to my bed. So that's my triggering event. As soon as I get up, I see my sports shoes. If I want to work out in the morning and I work out because I see those shoes and the reward is feeling certain, feeling accomplishment. So that's the first step. The second step is start small, make progress and measure it and celebrate. And if someone is listening to me here in a podcast, I know most people are very growth oriented right. and it's and growth oriented and they're overachievers. They forget to celebrate. Most of my clients have the same issue. And I say, why don't you celebrate this, even this small progress? And they were like, well, it's only something, one thing, one, just one small thing. I have a client who was afraid of making phone calls because of rejection, but he's a salesperson. And especially right now, if you don't make phone calls to your clients or prospects, how are you going to be successful? I told him, I said, start with the first call and then the second call the next day and the four calls the next day. And after a while, at the end of the week, actually, he was making over 20 calls. And now he's already making a lot more money than before because start small, make progress, measure it and celebrate it. He was telling me one call is not going to make a difference. Celebrate because that will give you fuel to move forward in life. So that was the second step. And the third thing is you got to keep yourself moving uh, towards uh, stick with your habits. And in order to stick with your habits, find someone to keep you accountable. Coach, mentor, or you can announce it on your Instagram, social media, Tell everyone what habit you want to develop. Oh, I love that. How do you find your mentors or your tribe? How do you, do they change all the time? Do you have a certain group of people that you hang around to keep your vibe high? <laughs> I have to say again, if you know your why, if you know your purpose, it's easier to find your tribe. I talk to people, I tell people, this is my why, this is how I live my life. And I see right away who has the same values, same beliefs. And I'm really selective. Because of that, I, even after clarifying my why, I was able to figure out who I want to hang out with, who I want to be friends with. And I tell my friends, I, I told my friends, I said, you know, I give you unconditional love. And I see your needs and I see your beliefs and I want to be able to keep going with this relationship. But I see that they don't have the same values. So I have to be selective. And mm -hmm. it's easier to find your tribe and connect with people. And also, I got to say this time, the last three months, this, we are in lockdown. And one of the best things that I have done is I sat down and I said, who can I reach right now? And I came up with the 10 people that I want to reach that will help me grow and give me the feelings that love and, and also connect with people at a deeper level. And just I have been reaching out constantly to my clients, my colleagues, and the people that I want to 
hanging out with, and then also the mentors that I dream of getting together. So that's how I do it. It's just I sit down and find ways to connect with them at a deeper level. And it's during the quarantine, of course, that's harder. You have to make a more of an effort, you know, to call and do what, emailing and that kind of thing? Harder or easier? Easier to connect, actually, with people right now. Most people, they didn't even pick up the phone. Now they do because right. they have more time or they actually appreciate you that you're calling. It's even financially, it's like, yes, people, I'm not saying it's very tough times. It's uncertain times and people don't see their future. That's why they want to connect more. That's why they want to talk more. That's why mm-hmm. they want to see the leaders. And they, so many more people calling me right now and say, asking me, it's like, how do you stay motivated? How do you stay optimistic? And I tell them, what do you like, say? This is how I, it's like, and, but they need actually, people need more leaders, more role models than ever right now. I agree. And I remember reading about you that you used to teach coach soccer to young kids. Yes. One of and my, you know what I think? Cause you don't have children of your own. I'm sorry. And because you don't have children of your own, but you kind of use that as an outlet to be, make an impact on the kids. And you just love soccer, right? Yes, I love soccer and I grew up playing soccer in Turkey. It's a big, if you don't play soccer in Turkey, you, <laughs> you're not part of the group. <laughs> and, and so I loved playing. And when I moved to the States, that was one of my dreams to be a coach. And I started coaching actually in Colorado. And, you know, I've coached many people, but nothing is more rewarding than changing a teenager's life. And Mm -hmm. I still get text messages and they're telling me things like, I became a doctor, but you know what? Because I took more risk in life. Because when Uh I was teaching them and when I was teaching soccer to them, I, that's when I realized it's actually two things I realized when I was coaching teenagers and then be, later I coached professionals too, but teenagers were, when I was coaching them, two things that I learned. One is nothing, but nothing is more rewarding than giving and then changing someone's life at that age. And the second thing is they never forget. One of them texted me the other day and she said, you know, I'm taking risk, more risks, because you told me when I was playing soccer, you always told me that take risk. Don't worry about failing. Don't worry about losing the ball. And she told me, actually, I remember the conversation. She told me at that time, she's like, well, my team, my teammates get mad at me. And I told all of my players and I told her the same thing. I said, look, this will happen for the rest of your life. But if you don't take risk, if you don't embrace uncertainty, because when you take risk, uncertainty comes with, mm-hmm. and then you will never be able to grow and become the person that you want to be. Uh, and she remembered that. It's uh, even like the building relationships are the same. It's like giving unconditional love. Isn't it embracing uncertainty? Totally. And it's just 
because you take the risk of right. giving without expecting anything back. And not everybody's at the same level at that time. And it's like they don't appreciate it and they don't give you back. And But you have to still love that person. Of course, set boundaries, but unconditional love is like a stock market. You have to take the risk. Yeah. Well, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually, it's like the stock market because I'm a financial planner at the same time. And mm-hmm. if you want the greatest profit, you have to take more risk. And relationships are the same. You have to take risk to give the unconditional love so you can find the right tribe, right friendship, right partner for yourself. If you close yourself from taking your risk, from taking the risk, then you're actually losing the chance of meeting the right person, having the right relationships at work or in your personal life. So that's how I also build my relationships the same way, by taking the risk. Yes, I love it. And, you know, I have, a, I have two girls. One's 11 and one's 14. And it's really important for me as a mom and an older mom. I had children later in life, and I did a lot of growing prior to having them. So... I feel like I had to have an advantage is like, hopefully my knowledge will sink into them. And I grew up a little bit before having babies, but, you know, raising teenagers or coaching them, you know, you realize in life, like for Paige, she's 14 and she's, I had her signed up for the global leadership, that youth program that Tony Robbins has in San Diego. And it was canceled and we're doing these monthly or weekly speakers. And it just, oh, I just wish so much that she could, you know, be at this camp this summer. But if she can, and she'll go next year, and it's all great. And I'll have them both go. What's and the camp for? It's Tony Robbins. It's the Global okay, yeah, Youth that, yeah, Leadership. Yeah, youth Leadership, yes. Yes. Okay. And so many of these kids these days are so focused on their social media and all that. You know, they're, I just always say they have blinders on. And it's, you know, you go to school and I think, I wish I could bring a couple books in to their, you know, to learn life, right? Instead of these math problems, right? That are, you know, what is, I know for you probably for a financial planner, the math problems will work. But I think of the useful things that like a Tony Robbins were, you know, like what they would learn from that for life skills. What would be your recommendation if you had to pick one book to put into a high school that you've really, that has changed your life, that if you had read that as a high school student, you would have been different or it would have, it would have made you pivot sooner. Hmm, Tough question. But one of the books that I've read, but one thing I want to say before I tell you the book, I didn't want to forget. When I was growing up, I was so thirsty for two things. It's one is, don't get me wrong. I love my mom. She did her best. And, but two things that I wanted to hear the most. I love you no matter what. And let's celebrate your failures. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest thing that I keep telling people around me and I say, it's like, why don't we celebrate our failures? And especially for kids' failures, because we always celebrate the success, but not celebrate the failure. Right. And because when you celebrate failure, the kid will take more risk and more action in life. And that's what I wanted to mention. But other thing is the book, as I 
small book that I started reading the first time is, was like Alchemist oh, by yes. Paul Ecolio. Uh-huh. And uh, it's a simple book, but taught me to read the whisperings of life and the whisperings of creator, whatever you believe in, everybody believes in different things. And, but I know that the, there are signs, the messages that in every moment that we live in and the people also bring the messages all the time. And um, I don't know if you have time, but I want to tell you a quick story impacted my life. When I moved in, into America and I was going to school and one day I was in a survival mood. It's like, and I was going to school and I had to, I didn't have good attendance because I was in a survival mood. And <laughs> when you came to the States with a visa and you have to have good attendance and they gave me the warning. They said, one day you cannot even just miss a class. And I had an exam to take. I was on my way to the school and at the university and, and my car stopped because I didn't have a good car. <laughs> and when I was moving into the States, people told me, all people told me, like, I mean, in America, people are so individualistic. In America, it's like nobody helps each other and things like that. I had those stories in my head. And I didn't know that was because I lived in Turkey and that is the second country that I lived in. It's like United States. So I was hearing things in my head. And my car stopped. I only had 15 minutes to make it to school. And one person stopped and he actually had his mom in the car and helped me push the car to the sideway. And I didn't have money to go to school. And he's like, let me give you a ride. And just small, like something very uh, small story. But that's when I learned, like, doesn't matter where you live. People care and people help. Mm-hmm. And something always will help you if you're facing your challenges and something you can call it God, you can call it creator. But at that moment, it was impossible for me. It seemed impossible for me to get that help from someone. And it took me to the school and it's just, he had his mom in the car and he took time to take me to school. And huh. so I was like amazing for me that I was like, okay, people help people care. And then also, as soon as I face a challenge, I'll get a help from one way or another. Mm-hmm. And I, that belief for all my life, I did see that help whenever I'm at the edge of the moment or at the edge of the challenges I have. And something always helps. And right. that's what the fate is for me. Fate is whatever challenges come into my life, I know I'm going to be able to handle it with the help of people. And uh, that's what I believe. No, I love that. Did I answer the question? (laughs) Yes, you did. And, you know, like during the, what we're going through now and having that faith and that belief that, you know, this is all for a reason and, you know, there's going to be something amazing to come out of it. And to have that mindset is so important in all these, you know, these things that come in our life that were so unexpected and, you know, turns our life around, but to keep that mindset and to be an example, like you are to, you know, your whole tribe and the people that you surround yourself with and to raise your vibration and have that, your alignment's always on point because you're of your habits and the way you believe and your faith. 
and it all comes together and it just shows why you attract the people that you do and the the life that you're changing and helping grow and finding their purpose and their passion. And it's just so inspiring. And I'm touched by your story as I know my listeners will be too. But if, before we go, I, if there's one thing that you could teach my listeners that really that they could take away from this amazing talk we've had that they could take into their life tonight or after they listen to this, that would help them. Yes. I think Someone sent me a message on LinkedIn and told me that she's having hard time and she lost her job. And she pretty much told me that it's not a good time to, to talk about business. It's not a good time to just pretty much she was telling me that it's a good time to be paralyzed. And I don't believe that. What I believe is it's a perfect time to rethink, refocus reconnect with people and reinvent our lives again because and three things i can i can say is like if you connect with yourself now if you connect with people at a deeper level now if you connect with your creator whatever you believe in now at a deeper level then the future will be a lot more purposeful meaningful authentic mm-hmm. and that's what I say to myself whenever the struggle comes to my life or the challenging come to my life, because I know that the best lessons come from struggling times, challenging mm-hmm. times. And, and a lot I of people can't get past that. You know, a lot of people get stuck there. Then I ask the questions. I believe the questions is the key to gateway to having a purposeful and meaningful life. I ask good questions like, what can I learn from this? And how can I move forward right now? What can I learn and how can I apply to my life? And that's why I came up with a list to connect with people. And that's why I wanted to be a leader. I wanted to be a role model. So that's why I took time to connect with myself, reconnect with myself. And then also now I have more time to even connect with my creator. So I think this is the perfect time to reset, rethink, and refocus, and they ask the good, powerful questions so we can reinvent ourselves and in our life. I oh, love it. The R's. Do you have an acronym for that? Oh. Or is it just happen <laughs> to be all the R's? With, uh, four R's. You can say rethink, refocus, and uh, rethink, refocus, reconnect, reinvent. Love it. (laughs) And I have loved our talk and I have loved getting to know you even more. And I would, will you, how do people find you? I'm active on Instagram. They can just message me. I reply back myself and uh, they can go to my website, my first name and last name. I have a unique name as you can tell. (laughs) And um, it's, uh, they can reach out to me there. I have People are more interested in my coaching services now than before ever. And I connect with people. I have a monthly group coaching and then also I have, I, I do one on one coaching. And one good thing about my coaching is I learned this from Tony is like they sign up with my services, any of my services, monthly coaching or one on one at the end of the month. If they don't see value, I just give their money back 
And the first call, first discovery call is always free. So they can connect with me at one of those social media, like Facebook, Instagram, or my website. And it's just, it's a perfect time to connect with people at a deeper level. And I think it's a perfect time to live with purpose. I love it. So great. Thank you so much for being here. You will be a life changer. Everybody will be touched, whoever gets to meet you. It's been such a pleasure. Thanks for having me, Ashley. You're so welcome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Uncover Your Magic podcast today. If you are inspired by what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. If you would like to connect with me with any questions, comments, or feedback, please contact me at the Uncover Your Magic website. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, always look for the magic.